Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Littlest Petcast. I am your host, James, and today we are going over the episode Pump Up the Panda, but I am not alone. For today, I have a guest introducing Ricky of Flashback Flicks. Hello, Ricky. Hello. Consider me to be your lobster uh, fitness instructor of this episode, yes. I guess. Uh, joining you on this uh, lovely podcast. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Uh, I I really like Flashback Flicks, and it's actually like one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, good. Well, thank you. And you you make it so much fun. Your trivia that you submit every single time is a sh- just a pure delight. So thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening and for enjoying. All right. Uh, so, uh. I guess before I get into the episode proper, uh, like, I just, first off, uh, how familiar are you with the show? I am not at all familiar with this show. Um, I remember The Littlest Pet Shop as a property from more so my sister's childhood, um, like the little not Beanie Baby Beanie Babies. Oh, okay. Uh, So, I... I have a reference to the original property, but yeah. uh, I never watched the the new one. All right. Uh, this is actually the second to new one. They came out with oh. one, a new show last year, but. Oh, okay. So, so second to new. So not new, new, but new. Yeah. Rel- relatively new. <laughs> relatively new. Like it. All right. Uh, and, uh, do you have any, like, general impressions before we get into the specifics? I mean, it's, it's really, so, of, speaking of 80s to 90s properties then getting rebooted, uh, I got really into the, uh, My Little Pony series, uh, Friendship is Magic. Yeah, same. Uh, so, I got really into that show, and so it was interesting to see the similarities of, like, theme and like ensemble casting of things it, um but i did have one question mm-hmm. uh that i want to figure out so is blythe she's she's the uh the, our, our mate blythe baxter yeah. wait right yeah okay so can she talk to animals and no one else or yes. she, okay she can talk to animals no one else can got it all right okay if if I'm you glad. need any lore explanations, I can okay. I can help. Okay, good. And is it like a like a Doctor Doolittle situation where, like that, just plays naturally, or is it more like Wild Thornberries where it's like, I mean, she can talk to animals and it becomes convenient okay. as needed. So so at the beginning of the fourth season, this season, we find out that Blythe's mom could also talk to animals. Oh. But, yeah. So, I guess it's more Dr. Doolittle in that sense, because, like, Eddie Murphy, and then, uh... I I want... Was it Raven in the the second? Yes, she won... No, um, that not... Well... No, that was Kyla Pratt. Okay. Uh, but I think Raven was the youngest, and I think she had another random spinoff. I don't know. I might be getting okay. my no, 90s actress mixed up. It's okay. All right. 
Well, th- thank you for explaining that to me. That that was those were my pressing questions for this episode, and that was it. All right, all right. So I guess uh, we can just get started then. I, I told you this like earlier, but like how I like to do things is I like to get into everything. So uh, I'm just gonna go through uh, what I have, and then just like feel free to jump in whenever you want to observe something. Absolutely. So we begin with the pets in the pet shop discussing something. It's not quite clear at the beginning. Where Vinny says he wants like bug pizza. Pepper mm-hmm. says she wants rubber chickens. And Zoe says a karaoke machine. Russell clarifies on all of this by saying that like Blythe promised them a surprise. And when she makes a promise, we know it's going to be good. <clears throat> And Minka thinks that it might be cupcakes. But then Blythe comes in and Russell informs them that they have been agonizing over Blythe's surprise. But Blythe says that she's only been gone 10 minutes and had to go to an apartment to just get it. Sunil says that they're just a very antsy bunch. So then Blythe presents her latest creation, a series of pet swimwear. And the pets all take turns modeling them. Uh, Yep. They take to the runway. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I ha- I I have described each of them. So like Zoe has this like backless turquoise one piece. Mm-hmm. Vinny is wearing a speedo. Penny has this like sundress kind of swimsuit with a swim cap. Sunil has like a green trunks and a fisherman's cap. Pepper has like a typical school issue one piece and goggles. And Minka has, like, a purple-striped one-piece with, like, frills that make it look like a skirt. And Russell has an old-timey-striped one-piece with a straw hat, which which is always delightful. Yes. So then, like, the intro happens. And then we see that Blythe has taken them to uh, Seal Beach Bay to encourage them to have fun and look good doing it. It then goes into the second ska song of the series. Which was such a delight. I'm just like, oh, man, uh, this show has everything. They have ska? Man. Yeah, it's, I really like the song, too. It's, like, real, like it, it's slower than the other ska song, but it, like, sets the tone really well. It's very delightful. and Yeah, very upbeat, very beachy. Yeah. It's like beach ska. Yeah. The best kind of ska, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not entirely well-versed in ska. Although I enjoy oh, it. Yeah, uh, like ice cream, it comes in several uh, assortments of flavors and stylings. Uh, like, can you just imagine a Baskin-Robbins for ska? <laughs> yes, it's called heaven. <laughs> All right. Uh, an interesting thing I um, that I because I didn't know that the show was a musical, so the music was a, a pleasant uh, add to the show. But um, I was actually curious: did they? I know that they also came out with uh, different lines of uh, Lilith's Pet Shop sh- uh, toys. Uh, did they also do a a line with the swim or the summer sensation? I, I actually don't know for sure i imagine they must but like like i watched the show i'm i didn't get into the toy history of it as much 
Okay. Like, I'm, I just more watch the show as is. Because it, it kind of felt like it was one of those episodes. Like, sometimes on My Little Pony, they'll be like, oh, no, the ponies are going to turn into mermaids. <laughs> why would they do that? Merchandise, that's why. So Merchandise! <laughs> the real power uh so uh that, that i didn't know if that if this was one of those kind like, of key it, episodes it, like it's it's the same company it's like it's the same like productions that like like you you may have noticed that they have like similar voice actors mm-hmm. like it's like the same studio and they even they even got the like the the same person that like composes all the songs in mlp composes all the songs in this show as well that makes a lot of sense. That explains why I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Ball, um, she's Blythe in, uh, in Lilith's Pet Shop, and she is, I believe, Applejack in uh, MLP. She's also Rainbow Dash in MLP. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, that that was that was really that was that was one of my things. I'm like, hmm. I sense some merchandise possibility happening right now. Well, I mean, yeah, that's. Uh, you you're not wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh so like after the song there are like some people who wanna like buy it buy the pet fashion and uh like oh th- this is still during the song kind of and like they present Blythe who's like neck deep in sand and when the song is over she kind of asks for help. Yeah. Uh, I like all those little bits. So then we turn to Vinny and Sunil walking across the beach and complimenting each other about their style when they spy a sandcastle building competition, which Vinny thinks he can win easily. Sunil says that he has the sandcastle building skills because he has claws that can refine the sand in great detail, as well as pack it in in ways you couldn't imagine. Vinny is all about size, though. He says he can make a sandcastle that can dwarf Sunil's sand shack. And Sunil takes this as a challenge and accepts, and Vinny wants him to bring it on. So, meanwhile, uh, Pepper is throwing a frisbee with Penny, but it goes farther than Penny, and she has to get it. But uh, going for it causes Penny to become winded, and Penny tries throwing it, but she can't throw it far. So Pepper comes to grab it and asks if Penny's all right. Penny says that she's just not used to jogging on the sand. And Pepper's like, okay, and goes back for it, only to throw it farther. And Penny gets annoyed and goes after it again. So then we get to the character you mentioned earlier. A personal trainer lobster is training some crabs, but is a bit upset with their performance. And then Penny runs over to get the frisbee and rests on the lobster because she's out of breath. And the lobster observes uh, how Penny is a bit out of shape and, like, calls her, like, soft and stuff. And Penny's like, thanks. Wait, that wasn't a compliment. (laughs) And so the crab, uh, the crabs, like, leave as the lobster introduces himself as Snappy Closter. And he is the best personal trainer who is a crustacean on Seal Beach Bay. And Penny's like, oh, there are others? Such great humor. I love yeah, it. That, I like, love it. That's like one of the things I like the show is like that kind of stuff. So yeah. Snappy offers up his services to her because he thinks like it's like the dream makeover project he's looking for. That if he can get Penny to be fit, he can get anyone to be fit. Penny agrees, saying that she could be a bit more fit. 
And then Snappy uh, starts around some jumping jacks, and Penny's like, wait, now? And Snappy yells into his conch, and Penny begins. Okay, uh, we're coming up to a point in my notes where I might have to explain something else to you. So, okay. Zoe tells Blythe that uh, everyone and their pets are obsessed with their pet fashion. And then... Uh, okay, so I'm going to introduce you to a term. It is a term I came up with as a PG term for something else. So Great. This, like, Pwazovich-looking guy, Pwazovich, P-W-A-S-O-F-H-J, which is an acronym for Pompous with a Side of Faux Hipster Jerk, Oh, man. Yeah. You need to get that trademarked. That's an amazing term. Pwazovich? Yeah. That's accurate, yes. Uh, so he comes out, and his voice is like this weird intersection between Owen Wilson and Kermit the Frog. <laughs> That's it. I heard the Owen Wilson. I'm like, what else is there? It's, is that a hint A hint of Muppet? It, it, absolutely. And, and the whole time I'm like, man, he's just doubling down on this voice, and I love it. And he just wow, has wow. to know where those pets got that style from. Man, this was so good. I mean, the pets. I mean, wow. So Blythe introduces herself and says that she made them. And the guy introduces himself as Leonardo Pardo. The editor of a site called Whiskers and Tails that showcases pet fashion. And Blythe says that she visits that site like five times a day. And Leonardo says that she does so because she's amazing. <laughs> he, he does say that. He, exactly. So he wants to spread uh, her fashion on his site right away. And Blythe eagerly accepts. And Leonardo says... Wait. That he's going to go get his equipment and be back in, like, 15 minutes. And Blythe says that she wants to fix up the pets a bit. But Leonardo says that everything will be fine because he'll bring the magic. You trust me, right? And Blythe reasonably says, I've only just met you. <laughs> Which is the right answer. It is the right answer. But then Leonardo says he wants her to say it. And Blythe is like, trust and he says he wants more S sounds, like a snake. Trust. And Blythe does so, and then he leaves to get his equipment. See, what Blythe should have done is been promptly called the police, because uh, you don't just do that. I've seen very several special episodes of TV shows where it's like, someone just shows up on the beach and just asks to take your pictures, and then you say yes, and then police get called to to be fair he wants to take pictures of the pets which sure i guess then it's okay it's debatably better better question mark (laughs) so uh blythe thanks the pets for rocking your style because it's a good opportunity like he does have a business card but then business cards are like like a how much are they to print out they are very cheap. You can get like five hundred for like ten dollars yeah, via. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Blythe also websites. like has been on the site, so it. 
I mean, she shouldn't trust this guy. Well, and she also shouldn't just work for exposure bucks either. She should get a contract. I mean, that's talk true. Talk about that's a proper true. collaboration. It's true. Uh, there, there was an episode like in season three that like I interpreted to be more like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a that's a fair point. I didn't believe. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile, uh, Snappy is on Penny's back and is getting her to run. He tells her to feel the burn, and she says she's feeling it. Blythe is like, is that a lobster riding on Penny Ling's back? And Zoe's like, yep. So, and then, like, uh, 15 minutes pass, and Leonardo is taking pictures of Zoe and is loving it. And Blythe asks if they need different props or different locations, and Leonardo says, it's not about that. It's about the clothes. I'm sorry. This guy's voice is just something else. I I like. Is, I always yeah. tell people to like like respect voice actors more, because there are like some things like I try that I just can't do to like try to emulate, uh, like what what's going on. But it's just something you need to hear. If you haven't seen the documentary, I know that voice. Um, Hank Azaria actually says that some of his best character voices are just really bad impressions of other people <laughs> and so like his most is lack i want to say is like a a bad al pacino uh impression and uh like several of the other characters on simpsons is like him doing a bad impression of another celebrity yeah no like i i understand the i understand the logic uh like whenever i try to sing badly on purpose i just end up sounding like bob dylan I love it. I love it. Okay, so uh, Leonardo continues and says that if something needs work, he can just use a little editing magic to make it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he asks Blythe to remember the word of the day. Trust. (laughs) And they both say it. And (laughs) Man, Leonardo is something else. Yeah, he, he he is just out of this world. Like, if you were to tell me that, oh, yeah, and later in the season it's revealed that he's an alien, I'd believe you. I'd believe you. Like, it's funny you should mention that, because, like, uh, three episodes ago, there was a similar-ish character, and I just, like, headcanoned him to be, like, a genie, essentially. <laughs> All right. I love it. Man, I really need to watch more of the show. Yeah. This, this, is, this is a great linchpin episode. Yeah, like, I, I chose this episode for a reason. Like, I, I enjoy it, and I think it, like, encapsulates, like, all of my emotions on Littlest Pet Shop very well. It's, like, I chose it for a reason. Like, I mean, when when we were starting this out, uh, like... I was, like, approaching the episode I told you about just now, uh, three episodes mm-hmm. ago. Uh, and that that actually is, like, my least favorite episode in the series. So, like, most of the episode was me just being, like, miserable the entire time. And, like, I, like, I, don't, I don't want to bring you on for that. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, because this, I mean, it's there are a lot of really interesting things going on in this. Yeah, one too. yeah, there, there, are, there, there's an A, B, and C plot. 
And speaking of the C-plot, Sunil and Vinny are working on their sandcastles, and Vinny takes a break and eats some of his gecko num-num treats, and Sunil leaves, and a seagull comes and swipes Vinny's treats, but Vinny tries to get them back, but they both end up letting go, and it lands on Sunil's castle. Vinny tries grabbing it, but more seagulls come and peck away at Sunil's castle. Sunil comes back and shoos them away, and he sees the bag and accuses Vinny of sabotage. Vinny tries to explain, but Sunil's like, two can play at this game. So then at the Penny plot, the A plot, uh, Penny is running some more at the past of Snappy, and Penny tries some small talk with Snappy, and says, like, you're here, I'm here, I feel like we can get to know each other. But Snappy says stop, and Penny like is like, oh, good, I needed a break, and takes a drink. And Snappy said he meant stop talking, and Penny spits in his face and asks, you're going to make me pay for that. And then we get a little more of the song where we get a mini montage of Sunil and Vinny sabotaging each other with like things like a metal detector, a leaf blower, and a fake shark fin. And uh, Penny doing more exercises. Uh, yeah, it's more of the same. It's uh, it's still good. Yeah, I, I liked because at first I thought uh, I was like, wait, are we getting two songs in this episode? This is amazing. But I liked it was just basically verse two of the song. Like there there have been two songs an episode and other episodes. Like it's it's like not common, but it has happened. So then uh, the next day they're at the pet shop and Blythe is wondering what's going on between Sunil and Vinny. And Russell informs her that they've been destroying each other's sandcastles. And the pets call it all this kind of like childish, immature kind of stuff. And then meanwhile, uh, Penny now feels ready to display her new body. She shows it off, feeling confident. And Pepper remarks on how she looks kind of the same. And Penny is horrified, but Blythe asks, what's wrong with that? Blythe continues, it's good that you're working out, but how you look isn't something that you should worry about. Blythe says that Penny is a giant panda and looks how she's supposed to. Penny asks, how's that? And Blythe says, cute and cuddly. So Penny then says she feels like she might be letting Speedy down. Blythe says that, like, what you look like shouldn't determine success, like, either his success or your success, and the other pets come down and compliment Penny. Yeah, I was so impressed, because I, I did not, this is not the direction I thought the episode would take. Yeah. Because uh, I thought that this was going to be the dangers of people taking photos of you on the beach, but it turns out it's more about body image, which I'm like, Lilith's pet shop, like you, you are going for the heavy hitters, and they explained it so well. I yeah. thought that was like they just made that very simple and very easy. I'm like, oh, does the internet know that, that these kinds of conversations can be had about like big issues? I was really impressed. Yeah, it's, it's actually very well done, but I, I, I have like a few hangups. Uh, like, I, I guess, like. It's more for the purposes of the show. Like, I know why they did it, but, like... Like, I completely agree with the sentiment of it. Like, working out to be healthy is good, but you don't want to just, like, work on, like, glorifying yourself. 
But like it has only been one day. Like <laughs> like change That's also a point to bring up. Like change doesn't happen in one day. Like I get it, it's like for the show to like keep a coherent thing going. But still also Snappy's not that great of a trainer. Because like a True. good trainer should be encouraging breaks and drinking water and yeah. using positive reinforcement and stuff like that. Right. So, uh to get to what you thought this episode was gonna be about It's not short behind. Blythe gets a text from Leonardo saying that the pictures went live and then Blythe takes out a tablet to check them out and everyone is just weirded out by the result because Leonardo yes. has added them to look more human-like. Like, they look like what... Like, like, like adult humans cosplaying as these characters. <laughs> like, it's... It's, like... Because here's the thing. Anytime I watch a TV show or, like, a cartoon and people draw how other cartoons look like uh i'm thinking wait a second so is this a cartoon or is this like a really realistic depiction of them so that's what oh, my brain does wow <laughs> wow you that wow i overthink that a lot of i things. never thought of that i'm just thinking wait so is this like a really like is this like a detailed picturesque so if that is the case i'm like what kind of editing is he doing because this looks amazing like, it does really look like them. You can't see any seams or anything. Yeah. It's t- like I hold on, this uh this is taking a second. <laughs> like I I uh, wow. Okay Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh like I don't know, like they they kind of remind me of like uh I don't know if you're at all familiar, but like uh, Sly Cooper characters in a sense. Yes. Wow. Great reference. Yeah, absolutely. So Blythe is completely livid about this, as she should be. And the pets are confused about who's who because the photos are so radically different. Yep. And Blythe says that she won't stand for it. She tells the pets that they look good just the way they are. And that she's going to go to the beach and give Leonardo a piece of their mind. Russell asks, why can't you just text him? And Blythe is like, some things are better done personally. Vinny and Sunil are upset because going... Oh, it's not even the next day. Because, like, Vinny and Sunil remark that they're going back tomorrow. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, that's, that's why I have my notes. Good, good. So... So they're going back tomorrow, which means watching someone else get the trophy. Sunil points out that Vinny kind of started it, but Vinny says he didn't, and he explains the circumstances of the first incident. Sunil asks if this is true, and Vinny says that he would never sabotage him. Sunil corrects him, sabotage? but uh, he, Vinny says, you say sabotage, I say sabotage. So they forgive each other and then mope about how they can't make sandcastles individually, but then Sunil comes up with the idea to join their efforts together. So the next day, the the actual next day at the beach, Blythe walks up to Leonardo taking pictures and complimenting a lifeguard dog, 
and Leonardo asks if Blythe came to thank him, and Blythe begins chastising him for altering the photos. Leonardo says he does some touching up to make everything perfect, and Blythe is mad and wants them taken down. Leonardo makes the argument that everyone wins because everyone will want to buy Blythe's pet designs, and taking them off would ruin that. But then Blythe turns it on him, saying that the pets don't win, demands the originals to be put up because no one deserves to have to think about changing their body to make themselves look perfect. And she says uh, she's going to tell everyone that all the photos on his site are fake. So basically the scene is like Blythe going, I'm about to ruin this whole man's career. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's 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 interesting too because like again, she has zero leverage. Uh, she there's no agreements. He doesn't have to do anything. And so, <laughs> the thing I'm thinking of, I'm like, good good thing that she has some kind of social influence and that could actually affect him because like that's why you always have to have a oh, contract. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think think of that. Like, but no, like when you said social influence. Uh, I remembered that, like, Blythe is sort of friends with, uh, the head of a fashion magazine. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that was in an early, that, like, she's a recurring-ish character. Okay. okay. So Leonardo agrees to replace them, and then the lifeguard dog growls at them, and... I I also kind of have a few issues of this scene as well. Like, I I get that, like, body positivity is a thing that, like, you should talk about. But they're pets. (laughs) Like, 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 Like (laughs) people, people like pets no, no matter what. They're like, 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 take take Cinderblock. You're familiar with Cinderblock, right? Uh-huh. Like that. That's a good animal story about potty positivity, because everyone likes that she's working out and she needs to do it for health reasons. <laughs> but like, it's just oh, man. like pe- people <laughs> like animals. I don't. I don't know why you would need to go about changing the way an animal looks. Uh, I I never thought of it that way, and now this is hilarious. Like, for, there are two wrongs being made. One, the alteration of pets is just like, hmm. But what if we made these pets uh, look more like people, and everyone else is like, yeah, this is good. We want this. Um, but then, uh. She's like, no, make him look like pets wearing clothes, like nature intended. Like, okay, like no, pet pets wearing clothes is like the the entire is like one of the facets of this show. It's like, so like in in the first episode, uh, the littlest pet shop is going to be shut down, and what saves it is Blythe designing pet fashion and putting on a pet fashion show. So like, pet fashion okay. is a thing in the universe got it like that's that's one of those things that you just kind of have to suspend your disbelief on okay 
Yeah. Well, because I, I, I honestly didn't know if uh, the show was about the fashion line for pets. It's like Lilith's Pet Shop uh, Boutique, basically. Or is it like a pet shop like these pets are for sale? Uh, for adoption or for adoption or I I was confused as to what the shop part of the Lilith's pet shop was. Yeah, that's. Uh, but now it all makes sense. Hmm. Fashion. Well, okay, so the pet shop is a regular like pet shop where you can buy like pet supplies and stuff. But uh, like the area that like the characters usually hang out in is like the day camp area where people can like drop off pets. Oh, for okay. the day, and like people will watch them while, like, or take him to the beach, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's like that's kind of weird, but also it's a little weird that Blythe checks this site regularly and like hasn't noticed this until now. I guess, I guess Leonardo <laughs> is, is he's so good, he's an artist. <laughs> Like, like I'm not, like her having strong feelings on this like doesn't come out of nowhere. It like completely makes sense for her character, but like she should have noticed this by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she also believed the lie that he was crafting. It's like oh, those poor other animals. What do animals really look like in this world? I don't know. I don't like. No, that's that's the thing, though. Like, she has seen other animals. She is, like, like in season two, uh, like, part of the overall story kind of thing involves, like, is, like, what's necessary for her. To, it's complicated, but, uh, like, she, she goes to Paris, Shanghai, and Rio. So she should know what pets look like. All around, <laughs> all around the world. Wow. Okay. Oh, what a great observation! I love it. <laughs> yeah, like that's. It's just, it's just a weird thing. And as like enjoyable as this show is, this show gets weird at times. Well, it's, well, it's interesting because like different from My Little Pony, it's just like a world of ponies. So there's not many yeah, things you need to like question. It's like, but these are pets. With human beings also there, so yeah, they're like supposed to be. That's pets. the thing. Like my my thesis statement for like this podcast and my general like observation of the show is that like it, it kind of combines like a lot of the production and writing style stuff from like MLP, but it combines a lot of the like weird outrageous. Uh, humor of like something like Phineas and Ferb where mm-hmm. like Phineas and Ferb is like meant to be completely outlandish right and that's what makes it good uh and like the outlandish stuff like makes it enjoyable in this show as well it's just you just look at it differently <laughs> right yeah so like and that's that's also like the thing as well it, so I will say like Blythe's feelings on appearance are very like progressive com- considering that she also wants to be like a like premier fashion designer as well 
Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, uh, Penny finds Snappy and says she's ready to continue her training. But Snappy is training, like, I want to say a seal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a, a seal. No, it was a seal, not a sea lion. Okay. It, sometimes it's hard to, like, tell apart similar-looking animals. I know it couldn't yeah. be a walrus because they didn't have the tusks. Right. Yeah. So, like, he's training a seal, and he explains that he's not going to train Penny anymore. And Snappy explains that he's been working her hard, but yet she retains her shape, and he accuses her of cheat-eating and says, if you can't commit to me, I can't commit to you. But Penny grabs Snappy's conch and yells at him about how she is who she is, and that this is her natural shape, and, like, storms off. Snappy says, like, I kind of learned something, but then a wave washes over, and him and the seal... They start flailing about because lobsters aren't good swimmers and the seal just ate and is cramping. Penny hears their cries and helps them by swimming out to rescue them. And Snappy uh, thanks her and then says Penny's stamina has increased and she's in better shape because of him. The lifeguard dog from earlier comes up and asks about uh, Penny's energy. And Penny points to Snappy as the person responsible. And Snappy says, I'm only as good as my students and Penny's his best student. And Penny blushes. I really like Penny Ling as a character because, like, yeah, like in a like in a moment's notice, she can go from like rescuing someone to like blushing like a schoolgirl, and it just feels natural. Yeah, I'm in. I just think that that. <clears throat> excuse me. I I also think that just her response to everything, like she stood up for herself, but she's not like canceling the lobster guy she's just like hey like i'll speak up for myself and yeah he did train me well like i just thought that that was a really refreshing take on a situation like that and uh i I really like her as a character yeah yeah she's she's one of my favorites so then we see Vinny and sunil finishing up their new sand project which is a sand taj mahal and the judge comes up glorious. and Vinny and Sunil go to present it. But before they do, a wave destroys their uh, castle. And the judge is shocked by the apparently low effort sand castle. But Vinny and Sunil are hyping it up. But uh, this is like one of the things, like you were asking whether or not anyone else could tell. So for like a split second, you can hear them like just going off on animal noises, which is just what yep. the judge is hearing and just walks away. So Sunil looks back and points what happened uh, to Vinny. And Vinny is disheartened, but he says that uh, they knew how great it was. And Sunil's like, and we made it together. And then they bump torsos, but are in slight pain afterwards. It's really great. So uh, Sunil and Vinny walk back to Blythe, and Blythe asks if they won. And then uh, they summarize what just happened, and they ask how it's going with them. Blythe says that Leonardo is replacing them, and she's getting a call from them him now and answers it. She says she isn't going to change his, her mind, but then is delighted to hear that uh, the real photos are being well-received, and they've been called refreshing, and traffic has quadrupled, and he offers something uh, which Blythe accepts with trust. <laughs> <laughs> So Blythe explains that uh, 
Leonardo's going to run a banner saying that people can get her styles exclusively at LPS. And Penny says that it's been a win-win-win for everyone today and wants to celebrate. When asked how, Minka says cupcakes and brings out some cupcakes and just flips them over Perfect. in a delightful little brick joke uh, to end yes. the episode. Uh, ah. So, yeah, that concludes the episode. Uh, like, I'm going to ask you first. What did you think of the episode? I thought the episode was re- it was very fun. Um, I love the pacing of it, and I was honestly really impressed with how they handled like two body image storylines, um, and and also tying in a C storyline about just overall. I think the thing tying all of them together is just like self acceptance. Like, whether, like, you get the approval of other people or not, it's just about self-acceptance. Like, we know who, like, who really won. Like, we, we're proud of the work that we did on the Sandcastle. Um, and and also, and, like, I'm proud of, like, who I am. And I'm also proud of the work that I do. So I just think that that was very impressive. And I feel like uh, they put a lot of thought into it. And so it all just tied in very well together yeah uh i like this episode a lot as well like it it is weird at parts but like overall it has like this really good message it's very direct and says what it needs to but it's not too overbearing either it's like not so subtle that people can't grasp it or say oh the episode's not really about it it says what it's about but it's not right. so like soapboxy about it. It's not like mm-hmm. someone preaching on the corner saying whatever. And yeah, it's I like I really like it. It's very positive. There are like a few weird things, but overall this is a really good episode of the show. Oh, definitely. And 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 as someone who hasn't really seen any of the other episodes, um which I'm sure most shows are like this that are episodic, but it's a good standalone episode. You kind of understand like, okay, great. They're pets and they're going to the beach. She can talk to them. Got it. Let's see how they interact. And the characters are very strongly written. Uh, and with so many different characters, I was, it was fun to see the ones who took a lead with their own storyline, uh, see what they were doing and how they interacted with each other and the world around them. It was really fun to get to know these characters in this episode. Yeah, uh, like, and that, and like, because it has such a large cast, that like changes from episode to episode, where like one episode could be about Russell or another episode could be about Pepper. Or like sometimes they do a really good job at like blending all of them together. And uh, yeah, uh, so. Another thing I want to ask you, as a father, would mm-hmm. you let your child watch this show or any other children? Have? Uh, oh, totally. I mean, it's it's these kinds of shows that I think allow kids to understand bigger ideas on a smaller scale. Um, and so if, uh, you know, a kid could watch this and understand like, oh yeah, like this is a good way to look at like how I look. Um, cause if they can 
ex- like explain it about a pet than they could probably explain it about themselves. Um, and also, it's like a nice little wholesome show that isn't afraid to, you know, tackle body positivity uh, in a in a way, like you said, that doesn't feel so heavy handed. Uh, so, yeah, I totally let my kid or any other kid watch it. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Uh, do you want to call it there? Yeah, okay. sure. So, uh, that is it for the Littlest Pet cast for now. Uh, be sure to uh, leave a comment and review on Shout Engine, on Apple Podcasts, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go when they go to the beach with some new swimwear. <laughs> and be sure to tune in next time for the episode Snipmates. I shall see you then. And I shall also see you on the Flashback Flicks podcast for their latest trivia challenge, challenge, challenge. Um... Should be coming out a little later today if you're watching this live. And if you're not, um, it should be out. So I'll see you there as well. Uh, links to flashback flicks in the description. See ya. <laughs>